Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Bruni's Breakdown, the 24-7 sports podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Bruni, and with me, once again, as you all know, Colin Mitchell. I, why are these intros changing, Bruni? I gotta keep it fresh, you know? I have my keys in my pocket still. Um, how are you doing today, Colin? I'm doing great. Uh, it's it's a Monday. Yeah, it's Monday, and we're not talking about the ODU loss. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it's quiet. laughs> um, yeah, we're moving on from that. So it's it's a Monday. We are doing we try doing we're gonna try doing our basketball podcast on Monday from now on. The way games fall, it's easier that way. So yeah, and you know Sundays we can dedicate all our time to football. We can focus on that. Then Mondays we come back and can focus on basketball. Yeah. So I think it's a lot easier. Um, separate them by a day. Let people listen to one at a time if they want to. Whatever they want to listen to. Yeah. And we can go from there. Uh, North Texas. In case y'all didn't know, we're playing in Hawaii this past week. We last time we talked to y'all about basketball, we previewed ASU. Right? No, we we talked about Angelo State. Okay. We said okay. it was a good test, right? Yes, because it's episode three. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 Episode two, we previewed all of them. Yeah. This is the first time we are we are recapping games. We did not do Angelo State in game two. I'm ninety percent. But sure. this is the third podcast, though. Yes. Okay. I'm yeah. just confused then. Well, don't be confused. All right. So, game one, Angelo State, North Texas ran over them, 89-55. We did... No! We did talk about it because we talked about Mo. I don't think you're right. Okay, we'll just, just so, continue. Just continue. They played on the 6th. There's they, no way. There's no way. Okay. They played on the 6th. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm... All right, well, we won't touch on the Angelo State game anyways. This, is, this is podcast is off to a terrible start. Yeah. Restart everything. All right. Listen now. <laughs> All right. Starting now. <laughs> um, so, Angelo State, good win. Humboldt State, Division II school in Hawaii. Started the, the classic that they were in in Hawaii. Uh, they beat the brakes off them, 93-48. Yeah. Portland, they barely beat Portland, but it was, I mean, it looks like a good test. Again, these those two games were not televised at all. Mm-hmm. So, we I couldn't see them or do anything, really, except for look at the stats. They beat Portland 78-73. Then last night was the biggest of the games, basically the championship. Hawaii had beat Portland as well, and North Texas ran over them 68-51, basically. So if you follow me on Twitter, you had a very enjoyable time. I highly recommend it, at MattBruni25. His Twitter is great, guys. Um, don't mean to brag. Thank. I'm, this is why Colin's here, to brag about my yeah, Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm your selfless plug. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, it was a very fun time on Twitter I was having. I mean, I was just tweeting. It was 12 o'clock basically at, at midnight, 11 o'clock. Um, I was just tweeting for fun, everything I saw. And I, I jokingly tweeted, Grant McCaslin walks into the locker room, turns to the whiteboard, unplugs a dry erase marker, writes on the whiteboard in all caps, dunk everything that's exactly what I <laughs> that tweeted. was the story of the game and though that's exactly what happened i mean uh there were so many times where i was like okay maybe they'll go for a floater or a, a layup or something and maya ryan mike miller anybody was just like no nah, we're dunking this zach yeah. simmons ryan attempting those two oh I, oh, he got that first one off I don't even know what would have happened here. That would have, that might that was probably in the sports center, low key. hundred oh, percent, low key. That would have been on Twitter everywhere. Yeah. Gosh. I, li- I, I like, but we're talking about this because this team is very athletic. Yes. And this is something this team didn't really have athleticism last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't. And Ryan, although he had athleticism, he didn't use it. And mm-hmm. 
seeing those two dunk attempts, I'm excited. Yeah, uh, like you mentioned, it's a very, very different team. To go from AJ Lawson to Jemiah Simmons is a huge, huge difference, just in athleticism, not yeah, even talking about yeah. basketball. Uh, Jemiah can just get off the ground. He has a quick jump. He knows how to use his athleticism, which is yeah. something that not a lot of people know how to do. And so you really see it on both sides of the court. He flies off the page. Zach Simmons decided to dunk a lot of stuff, too. He was great. Mike Miller had some fantastic dunks. I'm trying to think who else. Um, well, obviously, Ryan had the two attempts. He was over two, unfortunately. But that's okay because it, they, they were so they were so <laughs> ambitious he that pointed, you got to give him The credit. second one, he pointed up for the alley-oop, went up and got his head was close to the rim, but just missed it somehow. Poor guy needs to it's practice So effortless. That. Yeah, he's amazing. He's amazing. Um so you had all that, and so that just made for a really fun game because yeah. they were just so aggressive from the opening jump. And you would expect third game in three days that they would be a little tired, right? Yeah. I mean, the yeah. energy, you, you would expect it to be low. But they came out, they went up, I mean, I think it was 14-2 at one point, 12-2 at one point. Mm-hmm. Then it become like, then it just kept pouring on, pouring on. And before you knew it, it the game was out of reach for basically the entire game <laughs> once they yeah, took I mean, the lead. Yeah, I mean, end of the first half, it was 35-17, and you just kind of knew that North Texas wasn't going to lose that game. Grant was going to make sure that they didn't lose that game. Yep. Um, I think this tournament was a, or I guess just the Hawaii game, was a statement mm-hmm. kind of for this team because we didn't really know their identity because, they, you know, you lose, you lost a lot of that after last season and in terms of what the team was before, and now it's kind of turning the page into all of its now Grant's team, obviously with Ryan in there instead. Um, and DJ, but this team's exciting and fun now. It's it's no longer the the inside outside slow pace. This this, this team's in a space pace and space the ball, and uh, it's it's gonna be great. Yeah, the thing that obviously uh, Roosevelt Smart did not play once again. Neither did Abdul Muhammad. Abdul Muhammad probably won't be back for a month or so, uh, give or take. Uh, Rose, I expected him to be back on Wednesday, but I'm hearing that he's not practicing tomorrow on Tuesday. So, mm-hmm. uh, well, actually, they don't have practice tomorrow. I'm sorry. But okay. They they said he probably wasn't gonna practice anyways. But regardless, I don't expect him to play on Wednesday. So maybe over the weekend, maybe he'll start get back into the action. But uh, he's excited to get back. I know that for sure. They were once again very vibrant on the sidelines. I mean, he. Him and Abdul just have a ton of fun over there. And Abdul is another guy that can add to the athleticism. Yeah, he's super athletic. He's amazing. So uh, this team is not going to get worse, I don't think. No. They're going to get better because Rose, you swap Duffy out for Rose. Duffy was fine in this tournament, by the way. Yeah, Um, it wasn't Brick City. Yeah, no, I I (laughs) dogged on him against Angelo State because it wasn't a good game by him. But he, he was solid in these three games in Hawaii, so give him credit there. But Roosevelt Smart takes this team to another level. Uh, he gives he gives you that reliable scoring option. Yeah. So going back to the Hawaii game, though, I talked to Coach McCaslin after the game. It was like mm-hmm. 1 o'clock in the morning. Did you ask him about the marker? Oh, no, I did not. <laughs> I did not ask him about dunking everything. <laughs> no, I should have. But uh, I really wanted to talk to Ryan and ask him what was going through his head on that dunk attempt, but I didn't. I couldn't. Uh Basically, Grant credited a lot of what they did defensively, at least, because, you know, mm-hmm. holding people to 17 points and a half is insane, uh, was all scouting report, basically. And just that they – and that's a huge credit to the coaching staff. Yeah. Like, just being able to prepare for a team on a short notice like that and know exactly who to leave open, who to help off of, you know, who to close out hard on, stuff like that. Yeah. Is so important in basketball 
just in general right now. At any level. Yeah, at any level. And when you get to this level of basketball at the collegiate level and you start getting more chemistry and you start getting more familiar with the system, you can start doing those intricacies that mm-hmm. – and Coach McCass, I mean, he, he mentioned that. Grant mentioned that uh, to me when we talked before the season that they can start getting more advanced with scouting report stuff because before – at the beginning of the season last year, they were just so behind, you know, just trying to get the effort there to get the, the Everyone system to buy there. In. Yeah, you know, you have to do all the basic stuff. This year it's completely different. You really saw that with – um. Heck, I tweeted a few clips where you just saw the closeouts were crisp, the rotations were beautiful, the uh, the, the rebounding was tremendous. Yeah. Um, as far as gang rebounding goes, they didn't out rebound Hawaii by much, if um, if at all. I think they did by like three uh, or four. It was by two. Two. Okay. Thirty-four, thirty-two. Yeah. So I, it wasn't um, as big of a discrepancy as you would think when Hawaii is missing all the shots, but still, there was a lot. Hawaii was a pretty big team. And I think they handled it very, very well for the most part. D- defensively, it just blew me away. And once they did, got the stops defensively, mm-hmm. Ryan Ward just took over and just pushed the pace like nothing. So Through this tournament, do you think this is going to be a trend for Ryan to kind of be m- more aggressive, more confident, and just kind of going toward the basket? Um, well, how many shots did he take last game? Uh, against... Hawaii, he took. I don't have the exact stats in front of me, but yeah, he took nine shots. See, for me personally, I want to see him kind of take between you know ten, twelve shots yes. a game, just because I, I feel like it's important for him to be a scoring option. The thing is, I just don't think. I think. I think. I think he's gonna settle in around that eight eight shots a game area. Uh, I think he's gonna try not to shoot threes as much as possible. Which is fine. I mean, he's still not going to be a good. He three can point hit shooter. open threes. Is yeah, all that matters. But I, uh, they're not helping. They're not leaving him completely open yet. So uh, Ryan Ward's attacking the basket is going to be huge for this team because if they can get him going downhill, he just opens up everything yeah. for everybody else. And with the amount of shooters they're going to have this year, it, it, he'll he'll have room to operate on the inside. That's not going to be a problem. Uh, whether he shoots it or not is another st- is another story. So, but I just think the general concept of attacking the basket is going to be huge. Yeah, I so. agree. Because it, it, I feel like last season it was just a lot of he drive the basket and you know that he wouldn't kind of go up with it. He just because well, there'd be like he, three guys on him. Right, and he's he's very unselfish to begin with. Mm-hmm. I just I, I just want to see him really aggressive. And I mean, yesterday was was nice to see. So. Yeah. Um, one guy I think we need to mention who Coach McCaslin said was kind of the turn kind of the spark that they needed was Jemiah Simmons kind of had his breakout game. Yeah, 13 against, points against Portland, right? Yeah, no, yeah. against um the last game against Hawaii, he had 13 points. He was averaging, he entered the game averaging 4.5. Oh, I'm sorry, I was looking at the other side. I know you were. Exactly. The, uh, he came out and scored, uh, I believe it was 10 of the first 13 points mm-hmm, for North Texas. Mm-hmm. He came out just attacking the basket. Grant said that they thought they had a mismatch with him coming into the game, and that's another scouting report thing. Know yeah. who can defend, know who can't. And so you have a guy in Jemiah Simmons where if you put a guy like Hawaii just basically put a true four on him, and Maya just attacked him. Just well, He could just handle yeah. He faced him up and just took him off the dribble. I mean, like when, you're, when you're 6'5 and as athletic as he is, you can, you can do that. And he embraces contact too. That's yeah, he's not afraid of contact. And that's another thing with this team. This team is, is, is perfectly fine with being physical. Mm-hmm. And especially with Zach and Maya, both of them are, are f- perfectly fine with being physical. Yep. Um, I think we, sh- we need to mention, though, uh, if you are listening to the stream, though, uh, please type your questions in the chat. Oh, yeah, yeah. We always forget to pr- 
preface this this whole podcast by saying that we should say that more. Uh, yeah, send your questions in the chat and we will answer them as quickly as possible. Uh, we don't really have a question segment from this show, so we'll probably we might just answer it as soon as we see it. Who knows? Depending on what yeah, we're on, on, I guess. Depending on the topic, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, just send it in in the chat, type it in there, and we will reply to it. So anything you want to know, let us know. All right. The overall. Anything else you have on the specific Hawaii game that caught your eye? North Texas didn't shoot the ball very well. 5-19 from 3. Um, obviously, they won the game with their defense, and they won the game kind of just – they didn't foul. I think they only gave up six free throws total. I mean, so yeah. none of the other stat, offensive stats, at least, really jumped out to me. So it was, a, it was a weird performance, but it was a dominant performance for North Texas. Yeah, and one thing just kind of interesting, not really – I don't really know if it has anything to do with anything – but it's interesting when you have North Texas only plays nine guys and Hawaii played every single guy. And for, you know, mm-hmm. five of their guys on their bench got significant minutes, double digits. So I think it's kind of interesting to see that... North Texas did? No, 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 no. Hawaii, Hawaii did. did. Hawaii did. So it's North Texas kind of giving other teams problems, bigger teams problems. Yeah. That's it, good to see. Yeah. Um, we talked about it just between us uh, before we get into the Portland game too much. But against Portland, what was it? Uh, Mo only played about 20 minutes or yeah. so. Um, there were a couple guys who didn't play very much against Portland, and that's why, why it kind of was a closer game. And so uh, maybe Grant was trying to save them for this Hawaii game. Yeah, uh, DJ got tons of minutes against Portland. Yeah. Um, you mentioned uh, Mo. Mo got 16 minutes, yeah, so and Mo Ryan did. still got the 37. Mm-hmm. Um, but Grant only played eight guys against Portland. Against Portland. Yeah. So. So. Um, Anything else on this Hawaii game you got specifically? I mean, it was a very impressive nothing, win. Nothing specifically other than it was just a really impressive win. So Yeah, so that's uh, – it might be their toughest test in the first eight games, the Hawaii game. Yeah, well, and we'll get into that later. We will get into <laughs> but... that. Uh, so that, that was fun. It was a very fun game. I think that's – we have to say that. I don't know if I stressed that enough how much fun it was to watch this team play. Which is good because this team hasn't been fun in a long time. Yeah, last year was it was last, it was last cool. year was fun, but it but it yeah, there were too many stretches where the offense just couldn't score. And right, it and it was sucked. it was a lot of you saw the potential there. Yeah, but I think this season it's going to be a lot more of oh this team's like actually fun. Yeah, and, like, and it it doesn't require Rose to hit like eight threes in a game, which for is the fun, fun in itself. No, yeah, but <laughs> that, that's that's what had to happen for last year for the yeah. game to be fun. Yeah, this year you have other guys. Mo Mo wasn't good against Hawaii. Nobody was really that good offensively. Um, I guess, I mean, the leading score was 13 points with Duffy and Maya, but uh, Mo had a really good Portland game and had a really good Humboldt State game, too. Uh, all right, let's 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 get into the, just the Hawaii Classic overall. I want to talk about Humboldt State because obvi- I don't think anyone watched that game. I was yeah. keeping up with the stats, basically. And then I did a recap on the site on the message board uh, where I ran through just the box score stuff that I saw. Uh, read out Emoji Gibson's stat line real quick in the Humboldt State game. Uh, <laughs> Mo had 27 points and it was 10 of 13 from the field with six of six from three. Six of six from three, yes. Sure. Yeah, uh, that's that's very good. Jeez, man. <laughs> All in uh, 23 minutes. Yeah. So <laughs> that's that's really fantastic. And on top of that, he had uh, five assists and three rebounds. So, man. So that's 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 good. It's good to see some playmaking from him. Yeah. So that's the. That's basically, you had the Angelo State game, then you had the Humboldt State game, right, back-to-back, basically, and it was just like, will Mo ever miss a shot? And yeah, so... Answer I, is no, I guess, for yeah, right now. Yeah, not until the Hawaii game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but still, I mean, Humboldt State was kind of a an easy win. If uh, Any stats jump out to you? You have the stats right in front of you. I, 
I'm, I think I don't know if this is correct. Did Humboldt State hit a three? No, they didn't. Okay, so yeah, that's big. No, then. they what did they go? Um, they went o of thirty. O of eighteen. O of eighteen. Jesus. Yeah, so they went o of eighteen from three, and that was pretty much the difference in the game. I remember writing that down on the board. Um, it was bad. Humble State. <laughs> it was bad. The thing is, Humble State coming into the game, I thought was going to be able to at least hit some threes or whatever. Well, that's what you and I talked about. Yeah. It was that that's, was all they could do. Yeah, that's when we pre- previewed the game. We were like, okay, they'll come out, they'll shoot some threes, they'll hit some. But they, I, and again, we didn't get to watch the game, so we don't know if that's all defense. That's all, just yeah. All being There's in, no context yeah, there. We don't know. So, but just by itself, it's kind of funny to, to look at. So. Uh, Portland was a close game, 78-73. This was game two. This was on Saturday. This one also was not televised. It was on the radio, but I think I was, uh, I don't remember what I was doing. Oh, this was after the football game or something. I was sulking after the football game. I was <laughs> crying. I was just in a in the bath on my tears <laughs> in falling the bath. down. Uh, but, no, it was, it was a much closer game, very much the closest game of anything they've played yeah. between these four. Um, Good test, though. Yeah, who who led North Texas in scoring for this one? Uh, in scoring, it was Zach with 23 points. That's right, points, he had his big game. But Ryan had 22.7 rebounds and 8 assists. Jesus. Which is, that's He's, the Ryan I want to see. How many shots did he take? Took 12. There you go. Made 8. There you and go. And was 2-2 two two from 3. Two, yeah, 2-2. Two two, and what was he, 3 or 4 from the free throw line, right? Or something like that? 4-6. Four, 4-6 six. Four, six from the free throw line. Um, that is, man, if Ryan gets a mismatch like that, I feel like, I don't even. I, again, we didn't see it. We don't. We don't know how exactly those twenty-two points came to be. But yeah, if Ryan Woolridge is getting twelve shots, then that's a problem for the defense because they should be able to help and rotate pretty effectively. And if he's carving you up like that, then it's a problem. I mean, literally, Ryan is averaging. What is that? What is Ryan averaging right now? I'm. I'm looking at. It. Hold on. Ryan is averaging thirty-two minutes. He's averaging. He has. Thirty assists in four games. So what? What is that? That's seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah. And he has, and he's averaging seven point three rebounds. <laughs> seven and a half assists. <laughs> That's seven crazy. <laughs> seven point three rebounds and thirteen point three points. This guy is crazy. How many triple doubles do you think he's gonna get this year? And I think I, th- I don't think he'll get a lot. I think he'll just kind of hover. He'll probably get like two or three. Two would be a lot. But um. So yeah, what um, what else from the Portland game stuck out to you? I mean, Zachary Simmons, it was his breakout game. Yeah, it was definitely his breakout game. Uh, he had, I'm trying to read this, six rebounds on on top of that. Um, mm-hmm. I believe he had fouls in this game. He had four fouls, yeah. so it was different from what we saw at Angelo State. He fouled um, out. At, he fouled out against Humboldt State as well. It's worth noting, Zach Simmons. Yeah. And uh, one thing I do want to I do want to mention is through these three games, they hovered around sixty percent. Uh, free throw percentage sixty three ish, and I it'd be nice to see that kind of go up. Keep the keep the defense a little bit more. Yeah, it, uh, would, it would be nice. Yeah, um, because I, I know we kind of hyped that up. We said it would improve. <laughs> <laughs> so I damn just, it, I, I, we're, we're wrong. Just, we're just we're just kind of I'm just kind of highlighting that. <laughs> um, but where do you see? So so I know Ryan won the MVP of the classic. He did. Where do you see? Ryan, kind of, because I know in your in your player preview you, you projected him scoring thirteen and a half points a game, or something around that. I mm-hmm. believe. What do you think it'll it'll be end up be after these four games? The average. His averages, yeah. After what you've seen. I mean, I think I think it's pretty accurate right now. What what we're seeing, he's definitely he might probably will lead the team in rebounding. 
Um, Zach Simmons hasn't had a ton of rebounds. He's just kind of like the workhorse down there. Um, I definitely think he's he'll average around 14 points a game, which is what I had him at 14.5 coming in. That's okay, kind of rich. But I'm going to say 14 because I still think he's just going to be the consistent force on this team, Ryan Woolridge. I agree. So I'm, I, I'm, give me 14. And I think he'll make free throws. I think he'll get to the free throw line more as the season goes on. He hasn't got to the free throw line even that much, as much as he usually did last yeah. year. Uh, so give me 14 for him. Give me, um, yeah, I mean, 7-7 seven and seven, I think is a pretty reasonable thing. I mean, that's kind of a lot. Maybe 6-6, six and 6-1⁄2, six, six and 6-1⁄2. Six and I'm going 6-1⁄2, six 6-1⁄2. And six and All and right, middle. keep it in the middle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I think that's a reasonable um, expectation for him because – He's he's. I mean, there are going to be games obviously where he has three assists or three rebounds. Right. So we'll lower him down. But there will be ten assists and ten rebound games. I mean, it's going to happen. Yeah. He's a monster. Yeah. Absolute monster for sure. Um, another question that is kind of important is who do you think Rose will replace in the starting lineup? Duffy. Just straight away. Hundred percent. Because I know we talked There's about. N- we thought Duffy. Would I've be- said Duffy th- since day one. Well, that's not true. Well, who did I say? Initially? We said we said that Duffy wouldn't. We said Duffy would start more games than Mo. Remember? Well, yeah, we didn't think Mo was going to start. Well, yeah, we didn't think Mo was going to start. But now Mo's starting. Yeah, so now you ask me now, it's definitely going to be Duffy. Okay. I See, that we, 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 sold ourselves, we sold ourselves short on Mo. We did. Yeah, we honestly did. Because he came out he came for the Angelo State game, and that was, like, amazing. And we're like, okay, it was Angelo State. And then he went 6-6 six six from 3 and 27 points in 23 <laughs> I mean, minutes. His and shot just looks so much better than it did yeah. in, the pre- in the, whenever I would go to practice. I'd be like, you know, he can shoot. He uh, can handle the ball well. He can do a lot of things good. I just didn't think he could do anything great. But if he shoots the ball at whatever clip he's shooting it at right now, I mean, if he shoots over 40% from three, that's that's it's a big time. That's huge. It's that's huge. Time. Also, I need to know what D- DJ is shooting from three because I predict him to shoot 45% from three. All right, well, I will look that up for you. Or you got it. I got it. Okay, okay. <laughs> What's it at? Oh, boy. What's it at? He is 9 of 16 from 3 this year <laughs> and through four games, bro. He's at 56.3% from 3. What oh a man. It's a man's man. Oh, my gosh. Grape juice. DJ Draper is a monster. I mean, the team as a whole is shooting 42% from 3. That's big. In four games against two Division One schools, <laughs> which, I mean. Take that for what you will. But. Yeah, of course. Take, take it for what you will because, again, Hawaii, they only shot 5 of 19. But still. Just to be the thing is they got looks though that's the good thing I they yeah. really did get good looks against Hawaii they were moving the ball very crisply they were very fun to watch they were um, kicking making the extra pass doing stuff we didn't see a ton of last year because either the defense didn't close out as hard as they mm-hmm. are now or they didn't they didn't close out at all I mean they you just go straight to Roosevelt Smart last year and this year yeah. you have to close out on Duff uh, Mo um, other guys like that Mike Miller even. Yeah. Mike Miller had a great game against Portland, I believe. Can you look up his stats for Portland? Uh, for Portland, he was... I think he went off. Or was it Humboldt? He had two points. So. Okay, go to Humboldt. Go to Humboldt. Go to Humboldt. <laughs> Mike Miller had 17 points. Against Humboldt. Five and nine from three. Yeah. yeah. Five and nine from three for Mike Miller, yeah. man. Right-hand hum- shooter. Right-hand shooter. I mean, that's <laughs> that's big time, man. He, If he can shoot even high 30%, phew. Yeah, he had another weapon. And he, he was really effective against Hawaii. And you mentioned taking the extra pass, and that's something this team, like you said, didn't do last season. And I think because I because I was asleep because I was I had to work this morning, so I was asleep yeah, okay. before the game started. Sad, Terrible. but on the highlights of the, especially I, I noticed it on the Ryan dunk. Instead of shooting, I forgot who was in the corner off the top of my head. 
who passed it to Ryan. Probably Mo. First... Mo was always was it Mo? Player. Okay. I don't know. So instead of Mo taking that shot, he p- kicked it out to Ryan, and it's like that extra pass. Mm-hmm. Mo gave up the good the good shot attempt for a great shot attempt. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, Ryan didn't get that through. But Grant stressed that throughout this offseason was like you. There's no point in taking a good shot if you can get a great shot. Yeah. And I think that's important. You're gonna see a lot more of that from this team. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I do want to note is in the Hawaii game, despite how much Jordan Duffy. I mean, Jordan Duffy is... I mean, how would you evaluate Jordan Duffy right now? In terms of what? Like, in just an overall? Yes. Like, just give me a very broad sense of Jordan Duffy. Like, what is he right now? I mean, he can... I would say he's just kind of like a an average... But he just can shoot the ball. He's reliable, I guess. Okay. Um, He had the... He was pretty much their second best player as far as points per possession goes against Hawaii. Really? Zach Simmons was number That's one. That's interesting. Uh, he had 51 possessions on offense, 53 on defense, and the offense averaged 1.16 points per possession with him wow. on the court. So I mean that's a that's a 116 offensive rating, and then on defense they only allowed 75 points per possession with him on the court, which isn't which is about average for the team. Uh, but I mean, Coach McCaslin mentioned this before the year that Duffy's kind of the glue guy on this team. I see that. I can see that. And so, despite how much I don't think he's a huge asset to this team and i think he's not going to start once rose is back he's proven me wrong a good amount just with his value i guess to this team i definitely think his value was going to be less this team but i th- in terms of production i think it's the same interesting uh um, makes sense yeah also we need to mention uh mark ticket ticket to know my boy mark hit a three he hit a three and it was beautiful gosh damn it was amazing. Yeah, I mean, like I said before, his form is beautiful. He, he's, he's a, it's beautiful. I, I love the way he shoots his threes. And so if he can just get some time, I'm get on the mark train. There, oh, I don't know about all that. I don't know about that. By mark train, I mean he'll get like five minutes a game. Like if he hits a three, in a game, if it's then, home, then <laughs> Grant's give him an extra two minutes on that. I mean, it was it was a clean <laughs> shot, man. Uh, he. It's not still not a good defender, but that'll come. Gosh, I mean, you look at the advanced stats. We have advanced stats up um, that are beautiful, by the way. Shout out to at Hooplens for these stats. Look at look at the red on defensive e field goal percentage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's he's, uh, he's 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 in terms of color, he's he's the brightest red. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's quite red on his name, but still. I think he has pretty good upside, and he just gives a – he's the exact opposite of Tope. So, at least you get to choose between them. Yeah. I like having that depth there I agree. at the, five, posi- at I the agree. five position. And I do want to mention this because we did see it against Angelo State, is we almost had the lineup that I wanted to see, is we had Mark at the four and Tope at the Mark five. At the four. Correct. And I thought that was interesting because, again, you get size – and you still get the spacing, although he didn't convert any of his three-point attempts. Um, but it was just interesting to see. Yeah. We have a question from the chat. Okay. Um, he says, any chance of making March Madness, or am I getting ahead of myself? <laughs> Colin, I want you to answer this first. Any chance of March Madness. Any chance. What are the chances right now? Give we me the percentage. WKU. Give me the percentage. Give me the percentage. Percentage. I mean, Middle Tennessee didn't win the conference last year. Right, but WKU was really good. I mean, you have to, it's it's different because middle lost the middle, but, no, middle lost in the first round. But the, but this is different because North Texas is not the second best team in this conference right now. Who is Marshall? Marshall? 
And WKU is far and above. I mean, you have you have Charles Bassey on that team. I mean, that team is way better than it was last season. I agree. Uh, and if unless they get two spots, which I don't think they will, then I mean, you got you got to give WKU like that ninety five percent chance oh of making the my tournament. God. Colin, you realize it's a it's a one and done tournament. I understand that. Like you have to win three straight games to get into the tournament. Like that's not that's that, there's no way it's over ninety. There's no way it's over ninety. Basket basketball is a weird sport. And I know it's single, a weird. I know it's a weird sport. Single but I don't, elimination games. I know it's a weird sport, but WK is just so much better than. As long as North Texas is a two or a three and not a four, and where they don't have to play Western in the first round in the second round. Give me, give me, give me a, give me a. I mean, okay. Are there He's, any? Is there any chance to make it as an at large? See, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. I could see him making it like that, but I no mean, way. Their strength you, of schedule you, is that's trash. That's what I'm saying. You'd have to like actually have, like you'd have to. They'd have to beat Oklahoma. You'd have to beat Oklahoma. They'd have to go undefeated in the non-conference. Yes, that's first of all. They'd have to, but win most of their win conference everybody games. winning against everyone except WKU. Basically, they'd have to lose like two games all year, and then you just not losing the championship game to Western, and then Western and North Texas make it. That's the only hope. Their their record their. Their non-conference schedule is so bad with Texas. Yeah, but, but I okay. understand what they're doing. Okay. So I'm not going to rip it because I understand that they're trying to get more classics. You try to get into uh, those three games, those scenarios. preseason tournaments. Yeah, you try yeah. to get in those. Um. So so back back to the WKU thing. If they're in the conference tournament, who upsets WKU? Okay, last year you would not have told me that Southern Miss was beating Middle Tennessee in the first round. You just wouldn't have said that, but it happened. And that's fair. I mean, it happens. Basketball yeah. happens. I yeah. mean, Loyal Chicago. Look, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, there's a 70 percent chance Western wins the conference tournament. And this is obviously right now everyone healthy. We haven't seen. We've only seen Western in one game. That Which was when was they played Washington. A very good team. Yes, yeah, a great team. Twenty top, top 25 team. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it's not a Kentucky. Or yeah, anything. I'm sorry. But uh, and we saw them play very well against them. So again, I'll put like 70 percent Western Kentucky. Then give me like ten percent Marshall, ten ten to fifteen percent North Texas, and the rest ten to fifteen percent North Texas. Yeah, the rest somebody yeah. else. Actually, seventy percent Western, twelve percent Marshall, thirteen percent North Texas, rest other five percent somebody else. So there you go. That's my breakdown of the percentages. Okay. Um. <laughs> Do you agree with that? I mean, I I don't disagree with it. I mean, I I just it's so hard to see from what from what North Texas was. It's so hard to see any any type of turn. But I mean, it of makes, course, it makes sense. I mean, Grant Grant makes things happen with what he has. I could see an upset, but I'm not gonna count on it. So okay, yeah. well, I'm not either. I'm putting seventy percent Western Kentucky. That's pretty damn high. Yeah. All right. Um. He he then says, "What about the NIT then?" Oh, I can see NIT. How how attainable is that? I think it's pretty attainable. And what would that require? You, you give you give North Texas if you. How does conference, conference tournament goes? What it goes? So if we're the four seed, who would we play probably? The five seed. Okay, it's four and five. I forget. Okay. It's eighteen. No, okay. I'm sorry. Well, it's it's twelve teams. Okay, and they play. But the but the there's the first round. You know where like oh, the twelve and the then playing round. The, or yeah, like the nine and the twelve play or whatever. Okay. And then the ten okay. and eleven okay, play. Okay. 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 I think you'd have to probably. Uh, if I'm to, not mistaken, I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. Still. I think it it would be similar to 
Basically, how, a four plays a five, yes. Okay, I think it'd be similar to how they get into the NCAA. Because WKU won last season and they got in the NIT. Or no, they, they lost to Marshall. I think it has to be like that. You'd have to lose in the semifinal or the final. Western was really good last year. Western, Western and Middle made the NIT. Yeah, Middle, Marshall middle got knocked out, though. Yeah, but they both made it. I mean, there is a precedent, at least, for Conference USA teams yeah. making it. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see that happening. I mean, definitely give me, like... You Again, you'd have to be almost... You, you, you could lose to Oklahoma, I guess, but you'd have to run the table in the rest of non-conference. To get, have, to get NIT? Yeah. You can't lose to Indiana State and make the, the, the NIT... Like strength the schedule. Their strength the schedule is bad. You have to be. No, yeah. I'm, I'm, you have to be. You're saying, you're saying you can only lose two times to make the NIT this whole season. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I thought no, no. I'm saying, saying non-conference. Non-conference. Okay, non-conference. Okay. Non-conference. You can no, lose yeah. to Oklahoma. Yeah, you can lose to Oklahoma, but you got win everything. But you else. have to win everything else. Uh, there's a very with the strength schedule they have. It's a very high um, high risk, I guess, or low uh, high. R- well, it depends on what you're talking about. If you're talking about getting into like an NIT, it's high risk. Yeah, with the schedule they had. There's very yeah. – uh, you can't make any mistakes, basically. There yeah. you go. Uh, the NIT, though, is attainable, though, if they are the second-best team in the conference. Yes. That Because the NIT likes incorporating other conferences that aren't, you know, terrible. Yeah. But, so if – as long as they – and they won the CBI, so they have, you know, at least a track record. At least people know who they are somewhat. So um, they're going to be a fun team. They're going to score a lot of points. So again, as long as they play well and they go like fourteen and four in conference play, and they win a ton of—I mean, if they go fourteen and four in conference or thirteen and eight and five, and they win eleven non-conference games, that's a twenty-four win team. Oh, that's big. I mean, that's, that's how many what they, that's how many what they won in the Jerry Jones when they made yeah, it to Jerry Jones or uh, Johnny Jones. Johnny sorry, Jones, there you go. Got Cowboys uh, on my mind. It's okay. Um. Okay, so put a percentage on it. Of the NIT of making the NIT? Yeah. I'd say like I said 20. I said I said ten percent for or I said basically like twelve percent for North Texas make Okay, that's this way too di- high. This is different though. That's this way is, too this high. This is different though. Okay. I'm sorry. Let me clarify something. For the NCAA tournament, I don't put it at twelve percent. I put it I guess I do put it at twelve percent. Twelve percent winning of winning the turn of the conference tournament. Yeah, so, so I guess that is. So yeah, it's not it's not if you're invited, it's just if you're if you cool. get in. Well the NIT isn't invitational. Right, I know the NIT, but I'm talking about March Madness. Yes, March Madness is you have to win your conference tournament yeah. to make it at this level, pretty yeah. much. Uh, so, yeah, 12% on that. Uh, the NIT, you have to be invited, so it's kind of the same lines. Uh, I'd, I'd make it higher, though. I wouldn't make it much higher because you have to be, like I said, you have to be pretty perfect. Yeah. You can't really struggle. Because who was in the final all. last year? It was WK against who? It, oh, was, it was a really good It was like St. Mary's. Or, it, was, I, it was a good team. Yeah. The NIT is a good yeah, it's a great think, tournament. I really, yeah, you can't, think, I really don't know if in a, if North Texas can make a huge run in that. That would be really impressive. Yeah, that I mean, it would be tough. huge if they did. That'd be really way tough. way too early predictions. Yeah, for, way too for, early for an IT. But it's interesting to talk about. Uh, I'll put it at about thirteen percent. Yeah, so around that. They'd 15. have to come in second. You can't, and you can't get lucky with them making a run. You have to actually have a good. What if you get record. second and get knocked out in the first round of the conference tournament, like Middle Tennessee? You're not gonna make it. Then if Marshall makes it to the conference finals and they make it conference finals yeah conference finals yeah that's weird to say it is but yeah uh, okay all right uh we already talked about our top performers ryan woolridge was the mvp of the tournament uh do you want to look ahead let's, let's let's look ahead all right let's go ahead um the two games that will be played before our next one of these next basketball podcast 
are Texas A&M Commerce at home on Wednesday. Um, what time is that at? They don't even have the times on here. I gotta get on Luke. Um, Sad. And then they play Maryland Eastern Shore three days later. Was that Saturday? I believe it's. Yes. Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yes. Okay. Um, so yeah, they play those two games. I really thought it was Friday, a Friday game, but I'm not positive. But anyways, they play them here. Here, let me make it easy for you. They play November 17th, which is a Wednesday against A&M Commerce. It's a Wednesday. And then they play the 20th. No, see, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. This has been an error-filled podcast. 14th, they play A&M Commerce. 17th, they play uh, okay. Maryland Eastern Shore. Okay. Um, A&M Commerce, I have the stats up on them. So let me move my mic over here. <laughs> there you go. Get, get comfortable. You comfortable, Rooney? No. I'm trying to get comfortable. Moving this mic around. All right. Here we go. A&M. All right, here we go. They lost to um, UT Rio Grande Valley, who North Texas lost to last year. Yep. Correct? Yeah. Um, close game. It was a close game last year for North Texas. A&M Commerce lost to Rio Grande Valley 91-84. All right, so that's a good result. But then they only beat Oklahoma Christian 89-82, which isn't, isn't great. Um, and then they beat Newman 76-56, which is, again, these are two games. We're at the point of the year where they just – there are games that just don't matter. North Texas, versus yeah. hum, North Texas versus Humboldt State doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, Angelo State maybe matters. I don't, I don't know. Take what you will. But uh, this is going to be a, a back-to-back for A&M Commerce. Uh, they play Our Lady of Lake University. Shout-out San Antonio. There. Powerhouse. Yeah, powerhouse. And then they play North <laughs> Texas uh, on a back-to-back, basically, Tuesday, Wednesday. So they have those two games. The 17th is a Saturday, by the way. We were right. You were right. Okay. Um, the rest of their schedule isn't that impressive. So let me go to these statistics. So they're 2-0 and on the year currently. They are putting up 82 points, giving up 69 points. They are led in points by Reggie Reed. Who is a senior so they have a senior from georgia what i just click then you got willie rooks who's also a senior so you got oh no that's the wrong thing <laughs> but they have some it looks like just when you look at them on paper obviously you haven't they haven't played anybody really utrgv yeah. utrgv was a scrimmage basically it was an exhibition so you can't take too much stock in that but I mean, they're shooting 35% from three. They're holding people to 28% from three. Um, it's so hard. This is what we talk about when we talk about North Texas non-conference schedule being crap. Yes. Yeah. We have to, look at what we're previewing right now. A&M Commerce. A&M Commerce and Maryland Eastern Shore. Which, by the way, is not... I don't care. I know. I know. It's the name itself. You know what Maryland Eastern Shore went last year in basketball? It was like seven and something. It was like seven and 24. Yeah, you said you said that earlier. But yeah, it, they're not... These teams... are. Are, are teams that North Texas should just wax. not even ha- – Yeah, just completely wax. And do you do you like – okay, do you like them having a, a weaker non-conference schedule? How about schedule? this? Let's get through these previews that we have to get through, and then okay. we'll have some fun and talk okay, about Okay, 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 okay. Because I, I want to get these out of the way because I don't even know if the audience wants to hear these. 
All right. All right. Well, these, this game's at home. Point. All right. Yeah. So if you want to, if they haven't been home in you know a week or so, so if you want to watch AM Commerce come to town and watch North Texas obliterate them, be my guest. Um, I'll it, be there. Yeah. I mean, I'll be there too. It's gonna be it'll be fun to watch another blowout. Why not? I'll write my recap in the second quarter. Just watch a lot of dunks. Hashtag start writing. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, <laughs> But I mean, you you get into this team. It's not even worth going through the list of names. Like they're gonna be a, they're, they're gonna be, a decent team, for a Division Two school. Uh, they're gonna. It's gonna be a lot similar. Do to some things. State. Well, yeah, it's gonna be the same thing as Angelo State. And Angelo State was a good Division Two school. Yep. And North Texas waxed them. So I don't expect anything different here. I don't even want to get too deep into this. Okay, so let's I move feel on like to. I feel like it's not interesting. To, to whatever that next one is, I forgot uh, the name already. <laughs> Maryland Eastern Shore. They start off the tournament, actually, for North Texas. The Wolfpack, no, yes, the Wolfpack Classic, all right? Um, I don't know how exactly this works um, because I'm pretty sure it's not just a Denton thing or a North Texas thing Yeah. because they're in it. They play in at North Carolina State. They play at uh, or at home against Longwood University, uh, Maryland Eastern Shore does, and then they play at North Texas, and then they go uh, play at Mercer. at Mercer. Like, this is all under the Wolfpack Classic tab. So, I don't know Who exactly. knows what happens. I don't know how exactly this North works. Texas is not going to play North Carolina State. No, unfortunately. <laughs> I wish they did. I wish they did very much. Um, and it's something interesting I'm going to have to ask Grant about is what went into making this uh, schedule. Yeah. Because it's, uh, it's not. I, I don't think he, he's going to be like, oh, yeah, this is a really tough schedule. He's not going to tell me I mean, that. he knows. He knows. Uh, but... These first eight games are not hard games for them. So Maryland Eastern Shore, let me let me get these stats up for them, real quickly. Oh, Psh, didn't mean to do that. All right, so they played Salisbury University on the road. Huge game. Huge game. In, in case you wanted to know the result of that, in case you don't know the result of that, they lost. It was an the exhibition game. game. They lost sixty-seven to sixty. All right, they lost to them. They lost to Salisbury University. Then they played at Georgetown in their first real game of the year. They lost sixty-eight fifty-three. Okay, um, that's not not terrible, I guess. Um, and keep in mind, Maryland Eastern Shore is a Division One team. They are in the MEAC, which sends a team to the tournament every year, mostly fifteen seeds and whatnot, but whatever. Um, then they played South Carolina State. They lost ninety-five to forty-nine on the road again. So, again, this is not gonna. These these teams aren't. This team is not a a team that's gonna jump out on the page. Jump out on the court at you, I guess I should say. Um, I'm not even able to get their their stats. Doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Uh, let me pull up just an individual <laughs> stat for North Carolina State game. So NC State, they scored 49 points. They shot 5 of 19 from three, 17 of 54 from the field. They had oh man, they had tw- well they had 24 rebounds on the game to 47 from North Carolina State. Uh, Leading scorer was AJ Cheeseman. What a name! Cheeseman, uh, who had 18, uh, he fell out. So yeah, uh, it basically wasn't wasn't close, and I feel like this isn't interesting podcasting to talk about very much. So let's move on to something more interesting. So let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about this. So last season they had a pretty tough non-conference schedule. I mean, in the grand scheme, it was much better. They played four. Good, like actually, you know, well-known programs. They played Georgetown, right? Yep. They played Oklahoma. Nebraska. They played Nebraska, and they Georgia played Tech. Georgia Tech. All yep. four of those teams have been, yep, 
have and made UTA. noise recently. And they played UTA, who at the time... And San Diego. San Diego State also, yeah? No, just regular San Diego. Oh, I thought Which it was San Diego San Diego State. was good last year. They weren't bad. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. Okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. Okay. So, yeah. Um, so, even, even those those are good teams. Exactly. Um, it's it's this, this season's a lot different, and I, we, we talked about how it's good to get in these classics because you get the... the the repetition. No rest between you get games. To, you, you, get, yeah. you get to game plan on a short, I guess, short time. Even I, though this, the classic that they're in, the Wolfpack Classic, you still have two games between games. So yeah. I have to figure out what I'm. I'm gonna ask Grant, you know, what what this whole Wolfpack Classic is about, why they're in it, stuff like that. What makes it unique, I guess. Yeah, because they could have easily scheduled against. They could have. They could have got anybody. Georgia Tech. They could have got NC State. Yeah, they could have got. Yeah, they could have so, got so a lot it's, of power five that, schools. Yeah, ask him that because I feel like that's an interesting thing. Yeah. Do you, would you rather open up the season, presumably eight and zero? See, I don't think that's why he did it, though. I don't think so either. But I'm saying, Grant, I don't think gives I'm saying from from up. from a fan perspective. Yes. Would you rather open up the season eight and zero and play one good team after that, mm-hmm. which would be Oklahoma, or would you rather play Georgia be like Tech four and four? Yeah, and play Georgia and Tech play, and play North Carolina. Play State. big name teams. Yeah, uh, I think B is definitely the answer. I feel like there's a long-term game with this strategy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's trying to get into bigger stuff down the road or something like that. Again, I'll have to ask him. I think that's going to be a really interesting answer. Uh, but um, this is the hand they've been dealt. It's the hand they drew, I guess. But uh, yeah. it's the hand they've been dealt. <laughs> it's just so their ace. They're going to start 8-0. They should start 8-0. I mean, even if they start yeah. 7-1. It's not going to be good if they start 7-1. But if they do, like if they lose the main or something, then. That'll suck, but still. Um, then once they get through these first eight games, then they'll go into a tougher stretch. So they'll go at Oklahoma, at Indiana State, home against UTA, at New Mexico. Um, those are pretty much the four four tough games of yeah. the non-conference schedule. So those will be the test. We just have to get through these first eight, eight games, games of the year, and then we could really start having fun and watch them play Oklahoma, watch them play UTA at Are we home. going to that game? No, we're not. Sad. I have work. I might even get to watch it. I have you gotta gotta pay the bills, Colin. That's sad. P- Pod ain't paying the bills, unfortunately. <laughs> Donate. <laughs> Only if, yeah. Plug. Donate. Donate. No, yeah, exactly. No, but, right. No, but um, um, go ahead. But we in the in that eight game stretch, Rose, Roosevelt Smart will be coming back. He should. Um, Get to work him in. It, yeah, exactly. We're working him in, and then, I mean, really, how do you see that playing out? Like, do you think it'll just kind of? Do you think it'll be a seamless? mesh back into the starting lineup no but give him two games and i think it'll be fine because i think he does everything duffy does except he does it better <laughs> okay that's fair. like what is i mean duffy might fin- he doesn't finish at the basket better than rose he might create a little bit better than rose i'd say so, create so but, i mean that's yeah and that's something they have enough they have enough creation on the I think, court i think what's different though is rose kind of demands the ball and it might stall out yeah but how many shots has, has duffy taken on average i mean how many threes has duffy taken in these first four games let me. I could probably pull it up. Yeah, let me pull it up. All right. Do, Jordan Duffy has taken. He is averaging thirty minutes a game. He's taking thirty-eight shots. He's average. He's taking twenty-three threes. So that's six threes a game. Yeah. Okay. That's a good amount. Yeah, that's, that's a good a amount. What are those? Rose can easily take those. Yeah. And more. I mean. Yeah. That's come fair. On. Okay. That's fair. I guess and then just, you cut Mo back a little bit too. Mo's taking thirty threes in four games. He's taking over seven, seven and a half a game. And you cut back a little bit. Let Rose shoot the threes. And then again, having too many weapons is not 
is a good problem. To have. Oh yeah, it's definitely a good problem. So, I was just I was just curious to what you would think about kind of just the offense. Yeah, I think they'll be fine as long as Ryan is aggressive. I agree. If he's aggressive, he's good. Yeah. All right. Anything else you got? Anything I don't else? Think so anything else you want to talk about? I think I'm good too. This has been a good first podcast to have. Um, kind of, it's kind of like. We had to like get get the the ugly stuff out of the way. This is going to be a lot more exciting come conference. Right now, it's there's nothing. There's no games to be excited about. Yeah, I it's mean, just we, gonna, we, it's it, it's just yeah. They're going <laughs> to wax that team. Oh, they did wax that team. So <laughs> like, oh, they beat them again. All right, they beat them by forty. All right, uh, who else? Oh, Mo dropped twenty eight points again. All right, Mo dropped twenty eight points. Again, it's gonna it'll be interesting when Rose comes back. We'll have something to talk about. Uh, that's, we want your questions, so definitely send us your questions. It definitely gives any us and all questions. Any and all questions. If you what? send enough, we might just make a whole pot on just that. Mailbag. That'd be kind of live. Yeah, too bad I don't get enough questions for mailbags. You, it's because you don't put in the Twitter thing mailbag. Submit your questions. All right, I'll put mailbag in the next time. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, all right, Colin. Well, we thank you for joining us. Whether that's on the stream at uh, what are we, Bruni's underscore breakdown yeah. on Twitch. Uh, it'll be tweeted out on Colin's Twitter and my Twitter. Colin, follow Colin on Twitter at CJH Mitchell. Follow me on Twitter at Matt Bruni twenty five. Um, what else? Oh, on SoundCloud, we are Bruni's Breakdown Podcast. That's probably how you're listening to this. We thank you for listening. Uh, again, send us your questions, and we will talk to y'all next week. Well, we'll see you at the football podcast first, and then we'll do the basketball podcast. Same format. Try to do football on Sundays, basketball on Mondays. Well, football this week might be on Friday, remember, or Saturday. Oh, that's right. We're going to do football on Saturday since they play on Thursday. Before the game. What about it? Before the basketball game on Saturday. Yes. Yes. So it'll be earlier. Yeah, we'll, we'll tweet it. Follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Boom. All right. Thanks. Adios.